0: I'm ready. Game <laughs> chips do have stick on. I can't <laughs> hit
1: record until you Got guys it. shut the fuck up. I'm ready. You guys are so fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) This is Nobody Dances here, uh, the podcast that you're still subscribed to for some reason. Um, I'm your host, Quentin, and I brought some friends with me. I don't know if you are going to like them, but I'm going to introduce you to them as we um, talk about religion.
0: Hi, I'm religion.
2: (laughs) Hi, I'm God. Hi, I'm a sinner. (laughs) All right,
0: and we're going to talk about our differences today on the "Nobody Sins Here" podcast.
3: Nobody's sinning here. I'm sinning right now with my thoughts. Well, oh my well, god! Not in front of God.
0: Uh, so sometimes you can. Do you it guys, in front of stop the goddamn
1: tangents. I can't deal with it. We're going to stay on track. You guys are going to say intelligent shit. And you're you're, going to behave this week. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, man. The Pope
0: is so mad. Oh,
1: the
3: Pope.
0: Oh, the Pope. Okay.
1: On a scale of a satanic cult to a super mega church. Oh. How has your week been? Dylan, let's start with you.
3: All right. My... First instinct wants to be wants to say uh, I'm I I'm there's a hurricane I want to get into the mega church and they're not letting me.
4: Oh damn!
1: Daniel! It's Oh God! <laughs> damn! <Daniel. laughs> oh, God. damn not I fucking letting felt, me. I felt I felt that. every oh. part of that.
2: Ooh rejected! Wow! There's shit. no more room at the end.
1: No. Oh God! Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. You don't even oh. have to explain that. I want it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Honor, yeah. Daniel, damn,
4: oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, damn. Satanic cult to uh, mega church. How are you feeling right now, uh, Poppy? Dang it! If, With your shiny scalp. If I say what I want to say, it might be offensive. No, say this it, is dude. the this is the podcast to offend people. All so right, go. it's like a little talk it to the fucking mic. I'm
2: sorry. Um, like a little church in Alabama.
3: Um. No. When someone's about to shoot it. No. Up. Fuck. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Why do you feel like that? That's concerning. Um, but it's like it's like as if it's just like something bad is going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. I don't good.
2: know. It's just kind of like, huh. Life is in a weird place right now. I could get a that. lot of
0: things in balance. Yeah. yeah. Just like yeah.
2: I'm hoping
3: for good.
0: So yeah. I'm going to
2: church. But yeah. there's also these like external factors. Yeah, like, so I feel like you're trying
0: society
3: to, like, trying right. to bring like, me down. Are things like suspiciously good right now?
2: Yeah. They're going well, but you just came out of a dark place. Yeah. So I'm like,
4: Uh, are we going to get shot? Amen. Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to get shot? (laughs) Amen. You're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So last week, the podcast asshole was Margaret. (laughs) This week, it's going to be you.
0: (laughs) Fuck. The podcast asshole. (laughs) Margaret, don't fuck it it up. Oh, my.
1: (laughs) On a scale of a satanic cult to a mega church. That gets millions of dollars with no taxes And I don't understand how the fuck that's even possible It's wild How do you feel right now?
0: Uh, I'm a television preacher with five wives With a 10,000 person congregation in Houston That sounds really complicated
3: She's on top of the fucking world now That's fucking
0: right I feel great Holy shit you. You meet a boy? Um, I, I'm not going to talk about that.
1: Why aren't you going to talk about it? You um, talk about everything.
0: No, I don't talk about everything. Uh, I'm going to leave some information for myself. Call so. her 1-800 so.
2: number, donate some money to her church, and then she'll tell then you. She'll I'm going to say:
0: tune in to PBS on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. It's she's dating. Me. No, <laughs> PBS. <Mr. Rogers. laughs> PBS.
3: Uh, okay, so Margaret has secrets.
0: Mr. Rogers is my grandpa. It
3: sounds like <laughs> Margaret is dating Mr. Rogers.
0: That's I'm dating a dead... Pro- oh, RIP Mr. Rogers. On a serious note, what a wonderful man.
3: Don't
2: okay. don't deflect
1: the question. Um, How you about dating? you, Quentin? Mm. Oh, I thought n- no one would ask. Um, <laughs> I'm... Oprah during Super Soul Sunday. Mm. Super oh Soul Sunday. I'm amazing. loving the people I'm around. Oh. Wow. I did some spring cleaning. I just feel great.
3: Okay. Positive. That's upbeat. I feel like uh our our weeks have gotten progressively better since me. Right? Like, yeah. my week was, like, bad. And then, like, Daniels was like, okay, Margaret's is, like, really nice. And then, oh, he was just like, crushing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm crushing it. I'm about to be a
1: multi millionaire yeah. brand. Quentin, I have a question. you. million dollar for you. brand. What?
0: How would you define the soul? Oh, my God.
1: Oh, that's a deep question. Wow. So, for me, the soul is. It's an energy source. First, it's like mm, it's a it's yeah. a ball of energy. I yeah. feel like we're all a ball of energy, but I also feel like we come from the same source, so we're all kind of connected. So even when we feel like we're disconnected, we're still connected. And then I love that. Every person I meet is a reflection of myself. I oh, love that. Yeah, that's cool. Because the light in me, my job is to always be the source of light for mm-hmm. people. So. To do that, I have to recognize that the light in me sees and values the light within you.
0: Yep, Amen. So Damn. it's a
1: it's a mutual like synergy thing. I love that. Okra. So sometimes people are shining bright, and sometimes like people a are a little dim. So I yeah. have to pick and choose. So am I going to give this person more light, or am I going to dim mine for this other person, or can we both shine bright together? Like it's all about. Do
0: you have ever have a
3: problem dimming your light for others?
1: No.
0: Mm. that's great. I
3: have to do it for my husband. So what does that mean to like dim your light for others? Like when somebody else wants like attention or something like that? Like you have to like pull well, it a little bit? Well, it's superficial like that but then it's also
1: like, you know, if you have a friend in need, you kind of drop what you're what doing. You're yeah. and,
3: Interesting. You know. Yeah, to feed their soul.
1: Yeah, you have to, you know, it's like, I did this inclusion and diversity uh, mandatory training and everyone was there like oh this is such bullshit and I was there like I love this shit bring it on cause
2: y'all need to learn
0: yeah. yeah, I don't know why
1: I looked at you You were
2: triggered No, you're right <laughs> you You're right
0: No, okay I'll say PSA um, All the, the white women listening to this podcast uh, You also need to attend diversity and inclusion uh, yeah. trainings You're not exempt from any of this um, gonna, are, are And gonna, white women are a huge part of the problem So uh, everybody work on it Are you going
3: to do diversity and inclusion training for this podcast? I don't need to You guys get it
1: Hell yeah. Ooh. As my grandparents would say, these are good white people. <laughs> oh God, baby, hell
3: yeah. I want to meet those grandparents.
1: They're deceased. Um, oh, I am God, so. Uh, and
0: I am religion. But I
1: did the, uh, go ahead and say your line. I'm a sinner. Great. We got oh, we got, we got the, Pope the Pope over, right. over here. Oh, Pope. So we were talking about coming into the office as a, a full bucket. And your bucket gets empty and it gets replenished. So there's certain people that are going to need you to empty their bu- empty your bucket, and there's some people that are going to fill your bucket.
2: This <laughs> sounds sexual, I'm sorry. So, yeah. well,
1: no,
3: but uh, oh, sorry, keep going. Keep so,
1: going. to answer your point, dimming your light, like, it's just that system of, like, fill okay, I can't be Quentin times 10. I can't bring the quintensity. Yeah. I have to bring it down. Quintensity is so good. Like, Gam, for example, he's an actor, he does plays and shit like that. And he, it's a—he's passionate about it, but he's not doing it big times. But when he does his plays, I'm not Quentin, the hotshot produ- producer that you know is working with celebrities and is trying to build this multi-million-dollar brand. I'm Quentin Gilliam's husband, right? You know Sup- what I'm saying? Supportive. So, so, when Daniel I mean? is going through shit, I can't be. Quentin mr. frantic I need my hand, my friends to help me achieve this million dollar dream of mine it's right. like no I'm Quentin the therapist trying to make sure my friend doesn't kill himself
3: so we like we we all have different uh, for him specifically <laughs> we we all have like different not phases of who we are but like different I uh, like I don't know pages of who we are right I don't or say it's like-
1: pages it's just like a light like the light it has that soft amber effect and then it has that daylight bright effect like you can it's like a dimmer like i really you know and you the light never goes out if you're with someone that completely dims your light then you should
3: not be with them but like go get a new
1: also sometimes you shine too bright for people and they can't handle it that's where jealousy and shit comes in and then you just be like bye
3: but really it seems like the people that can't handle it maybe their light is just super dim yeah, or they're trying to but maybe it's shade not your... you yeah. so that they can shine bright. And it's not necessarily your responsibility to have to deal with that. Exactly. Well, you got to pick and choose whose lights you want to yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, give your energy towards, right? Yeah. Yeah, you okay. also
1: have, you have to make sure you have enough energy
3: to give to people, you know? Yeah, as God, I support this. Yeah, so. thanks God. Yeah, of course.
0: As religion, sometimes I agree with what God does, but sometimes I disagree.
3: And God sees all. <laughs> I don't know if that... This joke is gonna
1: work, it's you guys. Okay. I'm just letting you. Know. I'll but, try
0: it again two more times. I have a, I have a history okay. of
3: failed jokes on this podcast, so.
1: But I like that that was a really good question. Uh, yeah. On the lines of that, what does religion mean, to you guys? Are you guys practicing religion? Like, I don't know. Tell me your religious things. I, I I'll I wouldn't I'll start. I wouldn't say I
2: practice religion in a sense. I mean, I've grown up in the church my whole well, sixteen years of my life. Um, went to church. Six- Were you in the choir? I was in everything. I was. Could in...
1: you sing a little, like choir sh- something? A little ditty.
2: Come on. A little ditty. A little ditty. choir Give it a ditty. A few bars. I don't I don't put know. some bars. Like, what's a good song? Amazing People Grace. People have sung on this on. podcast before. Just come do.
1: on. The music's off. Come on. I don't want to sing Amazing Grace. Another
2: Amazing. religious song. <sighs> Not right now. I'll beatbox for you.
1: But you just drink half a
2: bottle of tequila. You <laughs> I drink ready? like maybe like Yeah, we'll get it later after Um No, I look. I mean like my parents were involved with the church, my mom was on the praise team, my dad was an elder. What the fuck is a praise team? like the people who like sing yeah, praise team. like sing the songs like they're not they're outside of the choir because they're good interesting like they're, oh. So they get like solos and vocals yeah. it's just like five of them you know
1: what I don't like about the black church praise dancing I think it's so stupid I mean there's a lot of things in mm. the black church that are stupid it's um, so stupid it all looks the same like dancing. you're mining in a gown
3: I didn't know Could that... Could you be more creative, black people? Yeah. What's praise dancing? It's, it's
1: like, like... There's like a Tyler Perry religion song playing, and they're doing interpretive it's dance. very like flowy. But they never took dance classes, so it's whatever they come up with. And then it's like they're making up shit on the spot because um, Jalene didn't want to go to rehearsal on Saturday. So it's just what it is. And then everyone... Automatically likes it because it's for Supported, God. Yeah. But like me, I'm just sitting there as a creative person. Like, wow, that was a missed opportunity.
2: It's like if Alvin Ailey's brother Adam decided that he wanted to be a choreographer last minute.
1: <laughs> that's
0: what <it> was before, <laughs> like, so
1: literally last minute
2: before char- church started.
0: You're saying if if you're gonna um, if you're gonna dance in church, you better you better fucking choreograph. Yeah, that's you what better. you're saying. Not even that you had a week. I you okay. So the
1: Bible says. Oh. That were created in his image. Yep. So for me, I don't like when I was in church, people kept saying, Oh, it means that God has a nose and a mouth. I was like, what the nah, fuck nah, does nah, God nah, need nah, a nose nah. and a mouth for? And then they kept saying he was a man. I was like, Why does why does he go to the bathroom? Is he having sex? Like, why does God have to have a gender? Like, none of that made sense to me. I would ask questions, and of course with me having ADHD, they I'd be running around to. They'd be like, Quitting, you're you're a demon. And I'd be like, Okay, whatever, I'm also gay. But that's another <laughs> Story. Same thing. Um, so I always Amen. questioned what I was learning in the church. Um, and one of them was this idea that God looked like me. And then I was like, later on, I just kept thinking about it. I was like, well, God gave us the power to choose, and He chooses, and He creates things, and we create things. And so for me, being artistic, like every thing that I create, yeah. I created as like a mini-god.
3: It's like a spiritual
1: kind
0: of thing. Yeah, I have similar beliefs to It's like God created the
1: universe and I am creating my own universe through him, if that makes sense. it's that makes sense. I'm not religious because I don't know what my religion would be in terms of how I think in my head. But like, I do believe in a god or a master creator or some type of connection to higher being yeah like i'm i feel like i'm plugged into the god matrix yeah if that makes sense right. but yeah I, I definitely pray like every morning Ooh, god please let this std go away <laughs> it doesn't work those don't go away so
2: stis do uh-huh. um. are you claire by the way have yeah. been for a while. Good. Uh, yes. <laughs> no. Been okay, I, I'm, I'm getting an been STD like, test on April 17th. Why so? why just? Why so
3: far away? Because well, I wanted to get it sooner. Well, I don't. I don't have any like signs or symptoms of STDs. I just. Uh, I haven't got one probably in like a year and a half, two years. Ooh, girl, you could have something. I saying, last year was a big year for me. So like, I oh feel God. like I. Hey, to define too.
0: big <laughs> year, Dylan.
3: I had a lot of sex last year. Good for you. <laughs> How <laughs> many of those times did you not use a condom? I used a condom every time. But you should still get tested. Yeah, that's some right. I wanna get exactly I wanna get tested. Uh, so. so why I, so late? I have to get why so late what?
0: Because you're insurance, right?
3: Well yeah, I mean you I just know like, there are free clinics all over the city. Yeah, but the free clinics take a long time. But my No they don't. My insurance <laughs> So I like I just scheduled a doctor's appointment and that was the next time that they had an opening. Wait, is your insurance like fucked up? Like why did you bring up his insurance? No, it's not. I just like so I thought my insurance, I talked to Margaret about this. I thought that my insurance wouldn't cover it. So at first I was like, oh, I'll go to Planned Parenthood because they will cover you it. You thought
1: your insurance wouldn't cover well, you it's, getting a
3: physical? No, getting an STD check though, like all those tests, they cost money and they're not like necessarily preventative care. Like our, like people in, generally get our healthcare system is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Uh, word.
3: But it Are you it. Maybe. but it, But it does cover it.
1: Daniel, get off of Grinder right now. I turned it off. Thank you. no, you didn't because I'm a sinner.
3: <laughs> anyway, uh, and I'm yes. religion,
0: so I hate Grinder.
3: And I'm God, so I created Grinder.
1: And I'm the Pope, so I'm judging you for being on Grinder. <laughs> <Whatever. laughs> this makes sense. All right, so back to what I was saying earlier about uh, yeah, Daniel. No, I'm just not good with this train of thought shit. The paint, the, the the you talked about the praise team earlier. Praise team. That's what. The reason why I get so amped up about bad religious like performances is because I feel like the the ability to be creative. I don't think that you can teach someone how to be creative. I think you have to be born creative.
0: Oh, interesting. Interesting. No, that does make I interesting. I don't think when I, th- I very strongly believe that we are all creative. Yeah, and yeah. that we're all here to create.
3: I agree with Mark. I would disagree that I don't think that I think everyone is born with being able to be creative. I believe your capacity, I believe
1: you're born with your capacity to create. Like, like I understand what you're saying. And I agree with what you're saying. Like we're all creative. And I do think that everyone's creative in their own significant way. And there's different ways to to define that creativity. Cause it's not just about being artistic. It's about literally making things or Uh, thinking up things and stuff like that. I feel like it's more forced in a religious thinking different I feel like we
0: both read the same Deepak Chopra book.
1: But I firmly believe that creativity is not something that you can teach someone.
3: Well, I think uh, I think you could teach people to not be creative. And I think that our society generally trains people to not be creative because they like it's basically like you're supposed to be embarrassed of thinking differently. You're supposed to be embarrassed of being different. Right. Right. So like uh, I feel like that stifles a lot of people's creativity. Which, like, one thing with like uh, like improv or something like that, right? It kind of like teaches you to sort of undo that, uh, like that first, like you have an idea and then like all of a sudden you stifle uh-huh. that idea and you're like, oh no, 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 this isn't good. But right?
1: notice that in improv, you have people that naturally understand it and they get it and they can move
3: on with it and there's yeah. some
1: people that are just like uh uh-uh, uh I fuck this
3: for sure but i feel like i feel like our i feel like living in this culture and society it's like it, it like really trains you to not want to be different or to be scared of like being different and and so like it's really hard to undo that It's super i love hard. what you said cuz now i'm thinking about it it's like if you're
1: forced to be different like gay black jewish Stunningly beautiful. Oh Why are you talking god. about me? I was looking at <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I was talking about Margaret. She's really attractive. Oh my god! Um, Everyone hot, wants to marry me on everywhere we go. Um, but like, if you're forced to be different, or you identify with being different, I feel like it's easier for you to be creative.
3: Definitely. Well, I, I also think if you if you're forced to be different, you understand people's uh, experiences differently. Yep. Like you don't see everything as like, oh, like everybody has the same experience, which I think is like a big thing for uh, straight white men in general Uh is to think that like they have this, that everybody experiences things the way that they experience things. But when you're forced to be Uh different, you like, you understand, you can empathize with other people and like other experiences and stuff.
1: But my thing, the reason why I say that you can't teach creativity to everyone is not that they're not creative or that they don't have like the genetic creative gene going to what Dylan was talking about of it being blocked. Like if it's like, if you don't have the innate interest to be creative and you want to be creative, not necessarily to express yourself, but because you want to fit a certain identity then it's just, it's, it's very weird. And there's a lot of people in high power positions and like, just like, I mean, I'm speaking from like the art world and then like the corporate creative world too. It's like, you can tell that they've, their whole lives, they've been conditioned with like this very like, uh, I don't know the word Constraint. I'm looking I know for. Constra- Constraint yeah, constrained creativity. Yeah. And yeah. so they don't their brain doesn't know how to think outside the box. And so it's hard to train someone in a specific area of creativity. Like it's almost like, okay, it's for me, it's almost like it's pointless. Like you'll never be a singer because you don't explore or experiment. You'll so, never yeah. be like a really great creative director because you have all these people giving you these ideas and you don't even have the imagination to even think about bringing these ideas to life. Yeah. I
0: think here's what I think. I think that the difference between you and me is actually that we're talking about different things. For me, creativity is very separate from talent um, or gift. Those things are very separate for me. So the idea that to be creative, I think that we're we're all born to create, and all have the ability to be creative. We're on the
1: same page there, yes.
0: And then I think, but I think that is separate from like. Talent or like gift or craft. So I think like anything that you're doing with other people is like creating. So it's so like yeah, you're, a you're speech creating pathologist, moments. Yeah, you're, cre- you're creating. But you something. have to be
1: creative to be a speech pathologist. Right. Like you, like.
0: Exactly. So you're being creative. But you
1: also have to be creative to be a good lawyer. You have to be yeah. creative to be yeah. a good problem solver. Definitely. Like you have. That's why it's so important for me that kids. That they're able to play and that they're able oh, to yeah, talk and that they're able to try different things. Yeah, it's Not weird. so they can grow up and be like this hotshot painter or this famous actor. Just so that you they think differently. Can know how to think for themselves. Don't feel obligated to think the same way that other people do. And that they can have the option to be as original in whatever mm-hmm. path they choose. Yeah, definitely. Because you know? for me, I come from that. They kept trying to constrain me. You have to play football. You have to play basketball. You can't take dance classes. Mm-hmm. You can't play
3: saxophone. You can't, like, all this stuff. Like, I, so, also, to bring it back to the religion aspect, mm-hmm. I believe that, like, uh, the times that you were closest to this, like, feeling or idea of God is when you're, like, like, just, like, in the creative zone like oh, yeah. just like doing your like oh yeah when, flow like without is that. flow mm-hmm. like without any inhibitions or like uh-huh. anything like that you're just like doing it which is why i think it's also super important to like try and undo the whole like constraint like constricting thing that people put on other people by like you know it's like it's it's important to like not laugh at people when they're like trying to do and like be creative and stuff because that's what makes them like not want to try and be different well oh yeah it depends on the person it
1: depends on if it's a child or not, like, of course, don't laugh at a child. But if it's a 40-year-old man trying to really make his stand-up career take off, it sometimes you just got to be like, Joe, I I appreciate what you're trying to do, but... If Joe's bits are good, yeah. I'm all for it. If they're good, though, if they make <laughs> if, Joe feel good, dude... No, I'm not saying it's ever too late to start something. That's not uh-huh. what I'm saying. But if Joe is not good at it,
3: make it a I hobby, don't know. Here's don't
0: the thing. Okay, Uh, Um, I think this, so this is something that I actually don't think I really started to take seriously until I was like 22. Um, and it's like the, it's cause I was like working in retail with someone and like we were both in the creative field and like, I think I was like frustrated at that time because like, I didn't like where my art was at. Um, and I don't think I liked, I didn't feel like I was like innately good at the medium that I was trying. And my friend Ryan was like, well, duh. He was like, it's gonna be three or four years before you're making anything good with that. Yeah. Like you need to do that for like three or four years before you're gonna time. make anything good. And I was like, Oh yeah. And that's like well, with stand up in particular. Like that is like that's a field where like you need to like practice the craft of stand up for like yeah. five years before you're gonna be good at all. But yeah. also
1: the thing I find interesting with stand up is that you have to develop your own ability to connect with audiences. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can do that through a screen filter because I work in television. It's very easy for me to make content that people will consume. Like, I'm actually disturbingly good at it and consistent.
0: Hell yeah. Own your shit.
1: And I can... When I do public speaking, I can own an audience like fitness stuff like that, but stand up, I could never I can't do it. Well, I know I a, can't do it. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's a craft.
3: It's a craft, dude. You gotta
1: know it's how to like write a joke. It is but um also just going to what was said earlier, um the creativity versus um
0: I said I said that for me like creativity is different from uh gift or talent.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Very I think separate things to me. We're yeah, in agree. the same book, but we're mm-hmm. in just different chapters. Yeah. yeah. But I think we're in it. But taking it back, praise dancing. I just. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Anything. The one thing that bothers me about religion, specifically with like black uh, churches, is that anything, anything, it could be like this great, fantastic thing or like this really shitty thing. It all gets praised because it's done in the name of God. It's not really.
3: Can you give me an example evaluated. of the, like a fantastic thing and a shitty thing? Like I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know like, what this so
1: like. I went to my friend's. Uh, I when I was in Chicago every year, I would go to like church for Easter, uh-huh. and so they had like a church program, and the program was like really great. Like the kids did like uh, a great job. The Moses levels, like the production was, level was, was get like there was a lot of effort put into of off Broadway, <laughs> yeah, he's moving on. But it was like, for what it was, it was good. But I've seen stuff that's just been thrown together or egos get in the way. Like, people just want the title exactly. of the director or they just want everyone to see them act and they're actually yeah. really bad at it. Like, But everyone's like, woo, woo,
2: yeah, amen. Okay, like, Quentin, yeah. I get
0: exact... So I'm going to rephrase and redirect this to make sure that I'm on the same page as you. you are you the saying- same book. That's no, good. yeah. No, nah. so what... Because here's what I really think that you're saying is that, mm-hmm. like, um, ego mixed with religion is really weird to see... And it's like glaring, and especially- but I think
3: religion is ego. Ah, oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, when I created people, I should have left ego out, and it is one of my biggest regrets. Thanks, oh, God. There we go. Okay. Um, but I apologize. <laughs> yeah,
1: because when you think about like we're going through this like society where like the younger, the new generation's like fuck a label. Why do I have to tell you if I'm gay sure. straight? Yeah. Why do I have to give you my sure. gender? Why do you? Why do you have permission to label me? Yeah. Like no, fuck you you know like they are literally like they don't fucking label me yeah so in my head religion is just a bunch of labels like mm-hmm. Christian Buddhist like people are like I'm this type of Christian yeah. I'm this I would and agree. It, I would like agree. there's like this weird like ego comes to play because if I go to Dylan and I'm like oh you're Hasidic and it's like no I'm Jewish and then it's like we're going having this back and forth of ego because I'm ignorant about the entire Jewish, Jewish faith, spectrum. and he's something that's very specific mm-hmm. or something that's not specific. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do
0: hear what you're saying. Here's what I think though: like I come from a very, um, like my Caucasian. mom's Caucasian religion. Yeah. Um, so my mom's Potato. side of family. Potatoes. The, the religion is my religion potato. is potatoes. <laughs> yeah, with no seasoning. God damn <laughs> it! it um, Uncooked potato. potato. And actually it actually, would be corn. I'm from the Midwest, not Ireland. Corn um, is
1: so bad for you, by the way. My dietitian told oh, me I to take corn, corn completely out of my diet. But continue. Oh,
0: corn every day. Um, all right. So my mom's side of the family is very Catholic, and my dad's side of the family is very Lutheran. And like my entire extended family is like very involved in both of our churches. Like I still like volunteer and like half run like a Lutheran summer camp Mm -hmm. and like um yeah yeah and um like my parents are very involved in my church I went to Catholic school my entire life and like there are so many problems with it and and all of that but I think what gets lost in like so if we start omitting religion completely where are we going to find fellowship around these topics? Fellowship is very important like being able to align with people with like Common um, goals and values, and like the kind of spiritual exploration that can happen in those groups, is very important, and that's why I continue to do it.
1: Because I'm, I think since turning thirty three, I've been on a quest to find Mm. my version of fellowship. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I aggressively started taking the improv classes. That's why I've been very uh, hands on at my job. Because I'm trying to connect with people yeah. that have the same sense of uh, ideals, n- not of just ideals, but like I just want to be with like energy. Yeah, yeah. and I also right. mm-hmm. it seems
3: like religion is like a, a like a, a like a higher form of category to connect with like more people. You know, it's like a bigger umbrella to connect with people in that way.
1: But I just I don't view it as that because I feel like just because I'm Christian doesn't mean hundred percent, you're right. You know,
3: but it does mean that like you probably were raised with like similar traditions or like celebrating similar holidays. Like and me and
1: like Daniel, that. for example. Like if I invited Daniel to come over for my house, come over to my house for Christmas, or I went over to his house for Christmas, it's going to be a pretty similar, similar experience, situation. exactly, because of how right. the black churches uh-huh. were important in the development of. Um, Affluence and, you know, Uh black America Uh or whatever. But outside of that, it's like, do I really... Like, I can understand going... I Because I have friends who go to church to be social, to make new friends and stuff like that. But I found that I don't find as a gay black male with you don't find as fair, many
2: communities that are like open to you. I mean I,
1: I tried to do stuff. gay volleyball and that shit was I mean I That's, got a husband got out, a of, husband it, out of it that. but like I, I got to do gay volleyball. I'm not fr- I got to
0: do gay volleyball. all of
1: my um gay fr- all the gay friends that I met, uh, met all the gay people that I met at uh during gay volleyball I'm no longer friends with because yeah uh, they they are just like not all of them. A lot times, a large, you a just, large majority but of them that we don't talk. To there them was anymore. no fellowship there because it was based off of like um, bad
3: egos, right? Weird sexual energy, uh-huh. yeah, immaturity. So well, like, there, there's definitely people that are coming to these things for the wrong reasons. I think, but you you will like find. But people they'll that are there they'll for the say same that because like too.
1: the mission statement of this volleyball league was to be a safe space for the entire yeah. LGBTQ. Yeah. It's, and it's and wonderful, all, but it's
0: plus, not. But it wasn't okay. that. It yeah. was like you
1: if you weren't young. And fuckable, you would just have a really hard and time there. White. And the and closest, white. and like I would say that there was a scale. So at the top of the scale was the straight acting white guy, right. and then yeah. at the bottom of the scale was the flamboyant uh, African American males. <laughs> no, that's like in the middle of the scale. Actually, the bottom of the scale is a transgendered uh, woman, yeah, of yeah. color,
0: yeah. Yeah, that stuff is really tough, at, and it, it is so valid to think to yourself, like, I'm part of literally any marginalized group. How am I supposed to find fellowship within a religious community? But, like, people are trying to not do that, and especially, like, those Christian spaces exist. Like, my um, one of my cousins and her husband, they run, like, a really progressive um, church in LA I and like go yeah well Take we can me. all go Another I mean but so like trip. they so they've created a community there um, That's not like, uh what's the, wait it's not
1: that that big one Feel it's song? the Church of the Latter-day
0: Saints No, it's not Mormons. Um, <laughs>
1: you gotta stop making jokes because I didn't know that, that was a joke I was literally about to throw <laughs> this fucking you guys
0: not only audio <laughs> mixer at you <laughs> my family's Mormon no um, the, my stop, family's not Mormon Church of the um, nobody finds this
1: fun like when you say stuff it sounds realistic Because we could, we would, we would definitely Mm -hmm. have a Mormon on this podcast.
0: I would, absolutely. Anyway, so what I was saying is that. I'm out of here. I know some great. You're um, literally out of here in like 20 minutes. So, okay. (laughs) But but what I was going to say is that like, they are like, it it is objectively true that like, they're creating positive change in people's lives and that people are finding um, community like with what they've created and Uh it's that is beautiful but you're right like it's not um it's totally valid to question these aspects of christianity specifically i will say just from my experience um yeah but
1: i get i get what you're saying that a religion gives people like a space or like a direction to go to for fellowship and stuff like that i'm just saying for me yeah fellowship i knew that going to a church for what the type of fellowship I was looking for wasn't going to be found in a church. It's very needs hard to, to be, find you have yeah. outside of it. It's almost like I have to create my own fellowship.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, great. But yes. You had absolutely. a different.
3: I feel like, but because you had this weird, not weird, but you had like a different experience with the church than probably most people have. Because, like,
1: oh, I think I have a similar. Well, that, to right. Are. That's what. That's
3: what I'm saying. Where it's like, but you wouldn't find those people in the church, right? It's like the people that you would. Like, because, I feel like because you're, like, because of the what whatever, like, not what you, like, didn't like the church growing up, right? Or, like, it felt weird?
1: It was mandatory, so I didn't yeah. have feelings for it. It was just, like, this thing You
2: were that, just, like, doing it. I, I liked it, and then I realized, I saw, like, the, the real actions behind it. Right, I yeah. was a very much, like I said, I went to I, church three days a week for most of my life. Me too. Right? And then my parents got divorced... And I remember just,
1: that time I just punched the shit out of you because you forgot how to talk into the microphone. Oh, sorry. I thought I was talking in the microphone. Um,
2: no, I, I, I saw the real truth of behind all these people. Right. And like their fakeness. And it was like, I'm 12 years old. My parents are going through a very public divorce. Like they're very high powered people in the church community. Uh-huh. And like I just see these adults kind of like
1: talking behind their back, coming to me. My and mom to get- is a church so, lady; I, she's totally into that stuff. And I just look at her. I'm like, Mom, if you were my mom, like we would never be friends. I can't so trust you. I
3: feel like you're not going to find your community and your fellowship because of that experience. You're not going to find in a church. So well, you're like, not going to no, like. Look I disagree. I, I, I,
1: I think I can, you think but
0: so?
3: like for
1: mm-hmm. the long. I'm not saying I can't
3: go to a church
1: to find like-minded people or belong to a church. I'm just saying that I being turning 30 started this journey of knowing that I needed fellowship. Yeah. I want to be able to be like, because yeah. I feel like the church back to what you were saying earlier, it really constrained me as a human. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I remember up to age four who I was like, I was very outgoing, outspoken. I didn't care. Like I was age funny Four, yeah. And then <laughs> as soon as uh kindergarten hit and I had to deal with other kids and we yeah. moved to Nashville and then we were in this church shit Like my light dimmed. Yeah. Really? And it was, you know, when I got to college, I was very angry. I didn't understand why. It was because I wasn't allowed to express myself. Uh I got to grad school, started getting very business savvy, and then started coming out of my shell. Then when I moved to New York, all of a sudden it was like new people not judging me. Yeah. I could, and then 30 hit, and I was like, okay, now that I've undone this damage, Uh you know, by going to a therapist and really understanding what I was. Was learning in religion and what to keep from it and what to push away from, uh huh. Um, and just you know, being gay, um, and now married, like the rules that I feel like religious people keep, I live without them, yeah. So, and that also had to get expanded. So, at first, it was like, oh, like, don't use the Lord's name in vain. It's like, no, like, you know, I define what my marriage is, yeah. you don't define what it is, I define what I do with my body you don't define it like right. I define what I put into my body like just like things like that like taking ownership say, of
3: myself would you say that like that like maybe these more uh like traditional ideas of religion and like church and stuff like that are a good starting place for people to like actually find where they s- land on the spectrum of religion or on the spectrum of spirituality I,
1: feel, I really feel like there are many paths to God. Yeah, very similar paths. Oh yeah, right? I think that when you get we're all talking lost, about the same thing, right? I think when you get lost on being on this defined path, yeah, when agreed. you're trying to take a straight, straight path world. to God, yeah. that's work. where it gets fucked up because you still have to live life. Yeah,
0: oh yeah, um, I like very strongly believe that part of your spiritual. I think that we are all on a spiritual journey, whether we want to accept that or not. Yeah. And I think that um, if you are not challenging yourself within your spiritual journey, then you're doing yourself a disservice um, and you're putting off something that you'll have to do later.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or you'll just be miserable, I guess. I don't know. Judaism. It's the
0: same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is a huge tenet of genius. In what
1: is it like? Like... By- I mean, what is it like to be Jew? Uh, What is it it like to be Jew? But, like, how? Because me and Daniel were talking specifically about the experience growing up in black churches. Yeah. But what's it
3: like being a young Jewish guy in New York? Uh, In New York, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's fine. Everyone's here. I think, yeah, we're all here. Uh, I think that New York City has, like, one of the biggest populations of Jews outside of uh, Israel. So, like, in New York, it's chill. Uh, it's actually, like, a really interesting experience. So, um, and I think it's one that's often overlooked because, like, Jewish people are also white or, like, white passing, right? But it's, like, this... Uh, I mean, this, like, this is less about, like, me growing up in this religion and me growing up just, like, as a Jewish person, like, my experience or mm-hmm. whatever. So, I guess, like, uh, I, I always relate it back to... James Baldwin, like, wrote this thing where he was basically... I don't I don't know what the exact quote is, but to paraphrase it, he basically compared, like, saying that, like, Jewish people would be, like, one of the only other marginalized people that would understand, like, the plight of, like, black people in the United States. Yeah. And the reason... I say
1: that so often,
3: because yeah, I had...
1: Yeah. No, I had Jewish friends in high school and college, and they... I never had to explain anything to them. They just got it. They get it.
3: So the reason is because shout out to Jenny, the reason my stepmom, and your stepmom. The reason is, like, I mean, I think that one of the reasons is, is because, uh, like, systemically and like culturally, there's a lot of like microaggressions and stuff that are built into our culture and society that are like very negative towards Jewish people, right? So like, uh, so. I, so like okay so I, I I've I've used this comparison before where like uh, so Hanukkah right one it's it's not a big holiday at all and the only reason like like we're not even supposed to give gifts at Hanukkah honestly like it's not that kind of a holiday like you're not supposed to give gifts the only reason that they give gifts give gifts is because like it was weird to not give gifts during like this holiday which lands near Christmas so to fit in better with like white people's idea of like what like Christmas should be and like what the holiday season is like Jewish people started to give gifts. So it wouldn't be weird that they're not giving gifts. Right. Wow. So I can, com- I compare that a lot to the same sort of thing of like, uh, black women who like, uh, who, who I guess like we're we're straightening their hair, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, right? Because like to fit into this mold of like what beauty is, or like what like is defined, like what like white people define as beauty, mm-hmm. like that would be like straightened, like long, beautiful, straightened hair, right? right. So mm-hmm. like black women uh, would like straighten their hair, uh, and like, uh, or uh, Asian uh, people will get the eyelid
1: surgery so their right, eyes were bigger, sure. exactly. Yeah. Even though I exactly. don't know if that works, yeah. Maybe okay. I feel comfortable like, talking about that without an uh, Asian person here. That's fair.
3: Uh, but yeah. But so I think that there's like a lot of microaggressions, like small, like little microaggressions and stuff that are sort of built into our society that are like kind of against Jewish people. It's the same reason why like Jewish people from the suburbs, when people are like, oh, "Are you Jewish?" There, a lot of times their answer will be like, "I'm Jewish, but you know, I'm not like religious, <laughs> really Jewish." You know, like they'll say like, "I'm not really Jewish," which is like, "Dude, if you're Jewish, you're really Jewish. Like you're fucking Jewish, right?" Like, what they mean is, like, I'm Jewish, but I'm not, like, one of those weird Jews that's, like, super I, observant. Okay, you just brought up something. Yep.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay, so when I was in this gay volleyball league, there was a guy who was Jewish, and he would always describe himself as a waspy Jew. I'm a waspy Jew. I'm a waspy Jew. I'm a waspy Jew. Huh. And I pulled him to the side one day because I had... I a lot of my best friends are Jewish. Yeah. And right. I've, I've had this, like... I remember my first um, Shabbat dinner I got invited to, and uh, the Sabbath. Like I've done a lot of right. like cultural things, like uh-huh. like I with the Jews, so, you know. Um, so he's like, calling himself Wasp Jew, Wasp Jew, and I pull him aside. I was like, Do you know that Wasp means white Anglo-Saxon person or whatever? Uh, Protestant? Protestant yeah. You know that yeah, it's a. Yeah, right. it's I can't believe acronym. no one at
0: this table. No, I actually don't <laughs> I think know. It's white
3: Anglo-Saxon.
1: Protestant, Protestant so you're not Catholic. So. It's a white person that's not Catholic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, you're, you're saying that you're white. You yeah. keep rev- yeah. trying to tell people you are white. It was like, you're. I mean, I you know, and I was like, you know, and I don't want to be out of line because I'm not a Jewish person, and I wish I could. Right. There was someone uh-huh. here uh-huh. that I could talk to that would talk to you, but I feel compelled to speak to you. But like when you say that, it's almost like you're denouncing. Yes being Jewish. Jewish. So Yes. And like it's like you've like, internalized so,
0: the denial. Let, of, right. Yeah. It's
1: like you're saying that you're not good enough. And for me, it's yeah, like, exactly. I can't be friends with you because as a black gay man, I'm yes. feeling oppressed in this small group. Yeah. And you're just trying to say, exactly, Hey, dude. I'm better than you because I'm closer to being white than you'll right. ever be. So yeah. there, uh-huh. so
3: there, so, and I, I think that this is another way in which like uh, Jewish people and like black people are like very similar is there is an inherent shame Built into Judy, like into like Jewish people in the United States, an inherent shame in being Jewish, which is why right. you say I'm Jewish, but I'm not really Jewish, right. or it's why people are like yeah. I'm Jewish, but oh, I don't practice. Like, yeah, you know, like my dad's Jewish, but like I'm not Jewish, Or like, right. Oh, my mom's Jewish, but you know, we didn't celebrate anything growing yeah. up. It's like okay, that's not what I asked. I ask if you're Jewish or not.
1: Right? And uh, and it's weird when you have those friends that do that, and then all of a sudden they're like, I'm going to
3: birthright, I'm exactly, like, exactly, like, <laughs> right. But so I think that, I think that also being don't a black claim person, it, but go on that free trip, like and. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that like our society, there's like an inherent shame into being a black, like in being a black person that like you're born with in our society, especially like that's built into like media and TV. But part of it
1: up. is religion because when you go to church or when you have religion brought in, who are you worshiping? It's a white, it's a Jesus, white. Exactly. Yeah. and that's yeah. like Santa Claus, exactly. a white dude. Exactly. When you're told that the perfect man is so, Jesus, Caucasian. and Jesus is blonde hair, blue
3: eyes, what?
0: Wait, so sorry. You had a blonde Jesus (laughs) at your church with blue eyes?
3: It was Fabio. (laughs) I don't ever remember a a black
2: Jesus in any picture. No, no, no. no. I know white
0: Jesus, but I don't know blonde Jesus.
1: (laughs) He looked like you, actually. Okay. It didn't really matter if he was blonde, he was (laughs) white.
0: Yeah. No, I absolutely understand. Also, uh, the, in, under no circumstances or possibility could Jesus have ever been white. So that's just right. And then also, yep. historically,
1: with black people, it's like the closer you can get to being white, the more yep. power you have. Right. So you have people that value lighter
3: skin than darker skin. So So that's so that. So, yes. So and and here's the here's like the the weird part about being Jewish is that like especially in the United States, where so much emphasis in terms of diversity is put on skin color. Yeah, Jewish people are white or like white passing or whatever it is. So like, well now they're white. Like yeah, they're white. You're exactly. not getting shot by the police exactly. because you're Jewish. Exactly. But I might like experience other shit because I'm Jewish, right? So but like, I but feel right. like
1: you people will have to know that you're Jewish in order for you to definitely experience me. It. No. But like, other I, people like look
3: Jewish, quote unquote, right? So like, it's but but that's my point. Is that like it's this weird thing where I do experience like these weird. Uh, aggressions or, like, microaggressions in, like, daily life. Like what? But I don't know. So, for example, I was at work, and somebody said, like... Somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I used to do. I used to date. I dated a Jewish person for two months, and I was like, oh, cool.'" And she was like, "Yeah, you know, he had like like he even had like a Jew jar," and I was like, "What, what the, the fuck th-? is a Jew jar?" I was like, "I was like what?" Like, what? She's like, "Yeah, you know, he like kept his pennies and stuff in there," and I was like, "That's a change jar." And she was like, "Oh, it was like a Jew jar though," and I was like, like a "Piggy bank." You might I was as well like, say a nigger that's, jar. That's exactly. Just racism. Yeah, that's what. That's but crazy. that's what I'm saying. So like, it's built in where like things like that. Don't I never even heard. They they,
1: they, there's a there's. I've never heard of that. I guess that would be John. like the
3: like the white girls that date like a black dude, and then afterwards say the n word still. Or like oh my they god! Think that never heard, I've heard of that. Well, you're
1: that? gonna hear more white people say the n word because you're white. They won't yeah. say it, yeah, in front of Unless me. You're at a but
3: Jay Z in so my, right next to you. Yeah, right. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But my point, my point <laughs> is, is that like it's this weird, uh, it's this, it's this weird like in between land of like being a part of one of the most marginalized like groups of people in history mm-hmm. uh, but also being considered white so like nobody recognizes that you're like a marginalized mm-hmm. group of people but the
1: reason why you're white is because they Went so to, the italians are you also italian i'm not italian diatlo it used to be Vitsky. Damn, European! You gotta change that if you want to succeed in America. All right, <laughs> yeah, dude, um, <laughs> my, yeah, for my grandpa, right? Oh, yeah, like, dude, you changed you changed it. it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm trying to get this money. Yeah, you're like Fuck I'm it. not gonna fucking do business with this Jew. <laughs> Fuck it, That's my point. Let me change this real quick. <laughs> um, no, but there was a turning point in American history where the African American slaves and the indentured servants and the immigrants that were coming into America just naturally started becoming friends like yeah they were getting together and they yeah. saw that as potentially being dangerous to the business because you can have an uprising so exactly. what they did was <sighs> we that up. they started putting <laughs> out <laughs> propaganda and started up. issuing this kind of mindset like hey indentured servant or yeah. non-white you... immigrant yeah like don't associate with these black people. These black people are slaves. You're not a slave. Have, Why don't you like work harder so that you can separate yourself from them cuz they're actually going to take away from your happiness.
3: So you don't want that. Like you're with us. Yeah. Have, you you read, have you read? Have uh, you read the New Jim Crow? I've heard of oh, it. They, it's like, so good. They, they talk about this in the New Jim Crow. There's some the planter rebellion is basically like was the rebellion that all, and then all the plantation owners were like, whoa, "Whoa, wait. Something's like fucked up here." So they were just like uh, okay, so like white people and like people that basically like aren't black, like we're gonna give you like positions of power that are like are a little bit better than what you've been at, so you're like above. Like, right, people that's what of happened. Power, yeah, but, like and it'll make you think that like if you don't associate with the people below you, that you have a chance of rising up, which you don't. But then like with like like this is all explained in the book and then it's just mm-hmm. like but with black people we're gonna like keep them lower and like keep them indentured servants keep them slaves and then on top of it we're gonna we're gonna uh, buy slaves from like different countries in Africa so right. they can't communicate and talk to each yeah. other to create a rebellion yeah. it's just like insane thing yeah it's yeah, super uh, thought I mean
0: uh, white supremacy is based on like partially on like a uh, manipulation of every single other marginalized group right. and, and it's so they are there's but an ability so to, to connect yeah. but
1: also I want to take back what I said earlier cuz I was like oh you're white what are you talking about Dylan no there are some people that are like I am european I am like the best race whatever and they would look at Dylan and say I want to punch you in your fucking that's what, face that's insane dude
3: they would guess like, you're right. I, I get white. Like, I, I have white privilege. And right. If, and if I was in an alleyway at night with a cop, I wouldn't get shot. Probably, right. Right.
1: But if you were in an alley with a white supremacist, they would they look would at you me. and
3: be like, they you were, look Jewish to me. They were literally chanting at like, like two years ago, they're chanting Jews will not replace us.
0: Yeah. But. Yeah. Um. I mean, anti-Semitism is like on the rise globally. It has been for like 10 years at well, least.
1: Dylan, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off.
0: Um I and don't, I don't that's like pretty much all I have to say. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but like
1: Dylan, how do you feel about the? I mean, how do you feel about Israel when people talk about Israel?
3: So I think it's so okay. Uh, well, what about it? Just I don't even want to just say what I was gonna say. Israel is so I don't. I don't agree with Israel's government. I think okay. there's a lot of Israelis that don't agree with Israel's government. It's a very like conservative government mm-hmm. and a government that's like Benjamin Netanyahu. Netanyahu, uh, he like runs a lot of stuff based on fear and being like, I know how to like calm your fears to a lot of Israelis or whatever. Right. And it's like, so I, I look at it kind of this way. It's like, we pulled out, uh, so, so I think a lot of people, they look at like Israel and like, look at Israelis and they're like, fuck you. Like you're doing all this stuff to like Palestinians and like all this thing. Right. Uh, it'd be the same thing if like, You know, our government pulled us out of what what was the environmental pact? Like the Paris Agreement, right? Yeah. So it'd be like it'd be like our government pulled us out of the Paris Agreement and now the rest of the world is like, Oh, you're American, like fuck you, you don't like the environment. And it's like, whoa, whoa, there's tons of people in the United States that like are like vehemently like against what our government did. Mm. And it's the same exact thing in Israel. Right. That there's like tons of people there that are like very against what the government is doing and like, I wouldn't even know that exactly why I would didn't know you? that until today the, I asked you I mean the like TV only is like doing like the sensationalized stuff that like gets reactions out of people right it's the same it's the same exact way but you got to wow. think about it like that like the country doesn't necessarily agree with its politics or government in the same way that we don't right right because we're not Donald Trump no exactly I remember Last year. But I we was... have
0: peers that did vote for him, though. We do. True.
3: But also, like, so the other part do about Israel... you have Israel... peers
2: that voted for him? I know people who voted for him. Oh, wow. I have cousins yeah. that
3: voted for him.
0: Same. Black cousins. I have so much not to say
2: same. on this topic.
3: <laughs> yeah, not same. Wow. Uh, yeah, I have a lot. I could say a lot on Israel. and like Also, also I just literally put together like an entire pitch for uh, Birthright, for my company to pitch to Birthright. So like, you know birthright like the yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know how I feel about birthright. Yeah. I, it's fair. At first I thought it was really cool cuz I have a friend who's biracial like her dad is from the island not Jamaican but it's like a close island, like Bahamian. yeah. Bahamian,
0: one of the one of the Caribbean islands. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: And then her mom's Jewish and she went to birthright and she said it was oh, such yeah. a magical experience and yeah. I loved the idea of it because here's this girl who's Fought with her identity, yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden she gets this free trip to go, and they're like celebrating her, yeah. And she has, you know, she's a little bit lighter than me, brown skin or whatever, but they were like, you know, fuck it, like you're Jewish, you, you, you're you one of the, yeah, you're a legacy, and you're gonna carry this. And she came back and she takes her, um, she has a new, I feel like with a lot of my friends, they did birthright, they come back and they have a new understanding
3: of their religion. Mm-hmm. of their self-identity. Right. Did so, all birthright? of a sudden, I did go on birthright, yeah.
1: It's not this whole, like, well, I'm Jewish by birth, but I don't, I'm not practicing yeah, or anything. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. It's not about And that's that, how yeah. I ended up going to my first uh, Shabbat dinner because all of a sudden, right. my friend went to her birthright and then she came back and she was like, I'm going to do this. I have cousins in Israel that I'm going to Invite to come visit. Like all of a sudden, she only wanted to date Jewish guys before she wasn't dating Jewish guys, and like it was just like this new found like
3: heritage. That right. It's not a. It's not like it's not necessarily a brainwashing thing. Which like I know that like a lot of people compare to that, and it's not necessarily like that. That's what it is. It's just that like as a Jewish person in the United States, no, like you are always a minority, always, even if even though your skin is like white. Like, you are a minority. You're not celebrating the same holidays as other people. You don't have the same background and, like, experiences as the other kids in your classes. Like, you just don't. And, like, you don't realize that you're a minority because there's so much emphasis here on skin color. Mm -hmm. And so you, like, you think, like, okay, I don't count as a minority uh, because I'm white. And then you get to Israel, and for the first time in uh, your entire life, right. you are surrounded with people that are just like you. That's
1: right. awesome. That's why black people go to HBCUs. Right. Exactly. It's the biggest regret. I didn't super, go. I, it would have been awesome to I go I didn't go. What, what is it? Uh, historical black college, like yeah. a college where, like, Howard? like Darrell went to one, and right. he's super black, is super proud of it, but, like, I had I a very... I
3: think, a what's very Coach went to Howard, right? Is that, would that count as, like, a historically black college?
1: Yeah, I think Howard is a... I really don't know. Like, I'm so ignorant about it, but, like, I didn't go to a historically black co- and, like, I was constantly reminded that my skin color and the fact that right. I was black was a problem Dude, uh, for them. Yeah.
3: Right, exactly. And it's, like, it's such a powerful experience to have that i mean it's yeah insane. it's, it's just not
0: about the absence of anyone else it's about the presence of the people presence who of people actually are like, and like but, hey like, you it's
1: weird. are part of this great legacy yes. You matter you have value you're human you're normal it's very yeah. just powerful. like
0: us i mean this is why i like work at a women's college
1: yeah exactly oh. exactly what's that experience like
0: What's it like to work at a women's college? Well, what's it like
1: to be in a setting where it's all women? Like, do you feel safer? Like, so I
0: feel like, yes. is it all women that work there? Um, it's, uh, it, well, no, not who work there. Um, you can attend, uh, as long as you're consistently, uh, living and identifying as a woman.
1: Oh, so you take trans?
0: Um, we take anyone who consistently lives and identifies as a woman. So that does include trans women. Wow. Mm-hmm. That prepared um, response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, What's it like for me? Well, my. So I'm only ever going to work in women's spaces. That's like, that's my chosen career path. That's my like chosen is life Is that your trajectory.
1: degree? I mean, you get your degree in women's studies or something? No, or
0: my degree is in English, Psych, and Studio Art. I've just always been kind of a yeah, radical that's feminist. Dope.
1: Teach me your ways. I I love women. Um,
0: So, like, whether it's, like, a women's college or it's just, like, a women-centered space, that's just, like, where I choose to be. Um, I don't know. For me, it's really important.
1: But how has religion affected you as a woman? Because I feel like another problem I had with uh, religion growing up is I kept asking people, you're only talking about the men. Where were the women? Like, what were the women doing? Oh, there's no, we didn't record anything that the women did. Like, why? Just because they had vaginas couldn't shut up. Like, so yeah stupid. i
0: don't know it's a. I mean a, i don't know uh like you I mean, have I'm to honor and fairly, obey a
1: man and then you have to carry yeah. their kids like you can't have an abortion yeah i mean
0: i like was considered pretty like radically um like i was I've, i'm considered radical like in my town and like in my religious community and i view you
1: as like the calmest most <laughs> that's very
0: kind um, yeah, I think, and I generally like think of myself that way, but like the way that like I act and like present and, where's, and like, what town are you from? I'm from a town in Southern Illinois. I okay. know. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, Rantoul. I won't say because I still think my mom should run for mayor. Um, so I'm still holding out on that. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, no, I'll it was it difficult for, for me. Um, I mean, I went to Catholic school from <laughs> K through eight. Like I asked a lot of questions. I didn't get any answers. Um, yeah. I don't know, like I would get in arguments with, uh, the priests in my church all the time. I went to a Lutheran summer camp. That's like a traditionally even more conservative community than Catholicism, right. which a lot of people don't realize. I also had like a lot of gay friends in high school, um, at a high school where it was like never okay to be gay. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Um, yeah. And ha- I don't know for me, it's made me very secure in my like opinions, like about yeah. like women in general or just my own because, like, I've all been told my entire life that I'm, like, too loud, too opinionated, and too confident. So too confident. now I just don't care.
1: That's fucking... You can never be too whack, confident. dude.
2: That's Thank so insane. Thank
0: you. But it's all you, good.
1: Like, I've had teachers tell me I was too confident, and mm-hmm. it, they wanted me to be their version of what they thought a black student should be. Like, yeah. I actually had, like, in grad school... Ugh. It was very obvious that this woman wanted to fail me because I was black. This and is something so- that,
0: I, this, your experience is mirrored by so many people, and like yep. it is such a problem. And like the nuances of that and the effects that it can have on your education are exactly why, like, education spaces for marginalized identities. Have to exist. Like, students need to be able to see themselves in their professors yes. and yep. in yep. the yes, curriculum yep. and, yes. like, in the way that the expectations are set in class. I have to yep. get
1: you and Daryl on a podcast together because you guys would just be Ooh. magical. But, All right.
0: right. Uh, <laughs> she
1: literally on. wanted to fail me. I was in a pass fail grad school program or whatever. And so they had a meeting of some sort to talk about each student in mm-hmm. our cohort. Uh, we were the first uh, class. To graduate with this new degree, and she was going to fail me in her class. And what they was her reasoning? she didn't have a fucking reason. That's such- they were like, "Is he showing up to class? Yes. Is he not turning in assignments? He's turning in the assignments. I just don't like his view on art." That's and they were like, "That's, that's fucked." And up, then man. they like they were just like, "We have to literally override you. You have to give him a passing grade. You can be petty and give him a C, which would be the lowest passing grade he can get. But like." You can't fail him because he thinks differently from you. He looks different from Like Like, she was always on my ass. I couldn't figure it out until one of the other professors came out to me. She was like, look, I can't go into details about it. But for some reason, a few of the professors are just really concerned about your views on art and stuff like that. And, you know, if you run into any issues, just let me know because I'll go to bat for you. And I felt kind of weird. But then... also I was like, I appreciate that because yeah. she, so she made so a, a p- point of letting yeah. me know that out of all these white professors, I was the one she could go to to make sure that yeah. was it a I'm p- so PWI? Sorry. You know, so what so sorry. is a
0: PWI predominantly white institution?
1: Uh, I was actually mostly Asian at the school. Okay hmm. I went to the School of the Art Institute, of Chicago. All right, so mm-hmm. Most of the students are immigrants from Asia, but it's yeah. still like the next yeah. group is white and it's very few black students.
0: Sure. That holds. And the graduate
1: program is even worse. Like Mm -hmm. it's like very few black people. Like we all knew each other. Yeah. Yeah, We could all
3: fit into this room. I mean, yo, something, what did that, uh, just like that reminded me that like there's this whole thing that's going on right now in New York where like 900 people were like 900 high school students were accepted to go to like Stuyvesant Stuyvesant high school next year. Uh, and seven of them are black. I saw that. That's how insane is that? Have you, did you listen to the daily about it? It's fucking nuts, dude.
0: Yeah. I mean, Mm. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm probably, like, limited on what I can say about that here. But, like, uh, like standardized testing um, with these New York State exams on, like, who gets to go to high school or not are not nuanced enough yeah. to take into account issues of equity. And it's a huge problem yes. that mm. I hope someone actually actively takes steps to solve. And Because seven black students out of... 900. 900 students at yeah. a New York high school is appalling. And worse than before. It's but so also, oh just there so imagine. There were more black well, students. So wait, 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 hold on. They graduated. Wait, wait hold on, hold on, hold
1: on. You had yeah. seven students, right? Either the students had the same access or they come from like a certain level of wealth or yeah. some of those students
3: had to do ridiculous things. Of work, it's probably just yeah to, absolutely man especially in a culture where it's rich so white insane. people could just pay to have their students get into college Amen. you know yeah it's so insane actually i think it's like <laughs> predominant i think it's like yeah i don't know it's it's really it's so crazy also like just listening to it how like a lot of these students don't even know that specialized schools like this exist until a month before the exam. Right. While other students in other areas know about these since like, like first years. grade, dude. Right. It's insane. It's so crazy.
0: It's a bandaid solution to solving public education what? and pro- providing equity in public education to have these tests in high schools. Yeah. Um, and it is a great thing For, like, students who can actually test well and have access to preparing for those tests, it can get them into, like, better schools. But But it doesn't solve the issues of just bad public schools in general and not providing access and equity.
1: But just because we have to bring this to a close, yeah. uh, One of the reasons why the black church exists is because black people didn't have, after slavery had ended, they didn't have, like, that structure. Like, they didn't have the structure anywhere to go. Like, it was like, okay, I'm not a slave, but I can still work on this plantation and maybe he'll give me money. Yeah, Or, like, you know... Define, like
3: the, It was to find community, right? The, yeah,
1: It defined community. It gave people a, a space to educate young people. It, you know, these uh, black churches established uh, towns and communities. They set up their own banks. And a lot of times, right. you know, you had these random fires that would take place. It was like white people burning trying to down. keep yeah. it. So, yeah. it's really important, like... The black church was really important in making sure that black people had huge, you it know, huge. But that's Strengthen why numbers. the Klan was burning crosses is because yeah. like you're not one of us. Like, get the fuck away! Like, I didn't know that was why. That's interesting. It's part of the reason. Yeah. And then like when you yeah. think about like the bombings at churches and stuff like that, like right. they were literally because the black church was the foundation for the black community. So if you can take out the black church and put you fear in these people, you destroy them. community. Right. Know? I feel like
3: I can't. I can't like speak on it, but I feel like while that was like the intention of the black church, it's like it also has been really, there's also like, it's also been like hard because I think black people that don't is it like black people that don't feel super attached to the church like Well this is present day. So like I will say that fifty years ago
1: the yeah. black church was really it was important. Huge. It was super important. And but I now, think somewhere after like the eighties or nineties, it just kind of lost its community value right, because exactly. black people I mean I would say like after the Cosby show, black and you know, with technology and stuff like that, like you have to keep in mind that access is everything. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. If you give a teenager um, if you give a teenager access to the internet, they can learn stuff. They can learn how yeah, to code. Right. They can learn like all types of things. They can learn that something else is you out know? there. Not just they can learn they just shove, something else is out there. Down their throat when, chir- when the black yeah, churches yeah, right, were right. established, that was people's way of learning about how Life. to succeed yeah. in this country that's like really fucked up.
0: Yeah. Well, now so. you can um just go find some gay porn or some hot people on Instagram and maybe discover your sexuality.
3: That's how I find it out now is through porn. Gay porn. Yep. Gay porn on Pornhub. Which <laughs> is really
1: hard to find. Sponsored. on Pornhub? Like you have to like Nobody dances here. On
0: Sponsored by screen. Pornhub.com.
1: That, that <laughs> might be a sponsor one day. I wouldn't... That's like a legit business. Yeah. Hell you know. yeah, it is. Pornhub. And I think that... And also, uh, I was a late bloomer because of the religion. Uh uh, I wasn't. uh, What do you call it? Guilt? Yeah. Christian guilt. guilt. I had Christian guilt. guilt. So I was a late, late bloomer. I've been looking at gay porn for a long time. (laughs) No, I honestly, I can't believe I'm ending another another podcast talking talking about about porn. porn. (laughs) But honestly, like when I was going through like puberty and like, learning about my body I would only watch straight porn mm. and even to this day I still kind of
3: prefer it over interesting and Black I don't and know roll. you because you're all about getting off on the nostalgic factor we
1: yeah I don't <laughs> know what that is going to lead to because now I'm thinking about Michael Jackson <laughs> <laughs> um any oh, final God. thoughts
0: <laughs> no Quentin's related no, to Michael Jackson no final thoughts <laughs> I've
1: always been scared of Michael Jackson Quentin wants to yeah. go to Neverland I don't
2: no. oh, never oh
0: Wait, oh, really quick. Do you guys think
1: he did it or not? Yeah.
0: Are, you it or not? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Okay, yeah, great. Do we he like, think He like secret
4: did
1: it. I, found, I, I found my fellowship do I, here. Do we yeah. think? <laughs> he did that shit. Yeah. Uh, he touched the Okay, more. any <laughs> final thoughts? Because this guy has to go. Michael Jackson was the man in the mirror. Thank oh. you, Daniel. Anything <laughs> not related, final thoughts, final thoughts. This is what people are going to remember you for a week. Yeah, uh. I mean, it's like it doesn't matter
3: if it's black or what. Wo- <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're back, yeah. we're back to Michael that, Jackson. No, Finally oh landed a joke. If you <laughs> yeah.
1: like this podcast, please share it and subscribe it <laughs> on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and the Amazon Alexa. And for more information, please visit our website at nobodydanceshere.com. Bye. Bye, guys.